Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five sketch ideas. ideas. I struggled to get through that opening sentence. Without, without what, like, oh... Without running out of breath? No, I just lost confidence in the words right in the middle. Alistair, remember when we were doing Teleport at the Comedy Festival last year? And it was just one night where for some reason I started a a sentence by saying, La! (laughs) (laughs) And you really made fun of me for it in front of the entire audience. (laughs) And then later in the show, and then I said to you, you better make sure that you don't fuck up. <laughs> and then you just said something slightly wrong and I yelled, la, at you really loud. <laughs> oh, that was good times. That was like the second or third last show and we were actually, had relaxed enough to actually feel some kind of joy. Yeah, to actually be able to fuck up the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, where, where fuck ups were actually noticeable instead of just blending in with the general yeah. unprofessionalism. Andy, it's funny that you should bring up production. teleport because mm. we're going to be doing teleport at the end of this month. That's right, Alistair. Um, we're performing. And again, you call it an encore saison? Um, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, great. I would say that I was. And I would it's an encore season. It'll be on a trades hall as part of like a a fringe festival thing. Rebound three nights. Thing. We're doing three nights: the twenty third, the twenty fifth, and the twenty seventh. Now, one of those is going to get filmed mm. by stupid old studios, the studio of which we are a part of. But mm. it's actually still hard to get them to do stuff <laughs> sometimes <laughs> because they're busy doing stuff. And so we're hopefully going to get it filmed. But also, in order to get it filmed, we're going to need an audience. This one's going to be filmed mm. in front of an audience, unlike Magma, which was filmed yes. in between lockdowns or in lockdown. Yes, yes. We're going to have people there, hopefully having a good time. Yeah. But it means that either if you saw it, uh, no, if you haven't seen it, please come and see it if you live in Melbourne. Yes. And if you have seen it please get people to come yeah (laughs) because i think maybe right now there's reduced capacity but at the minimum there's going to be 60 seats and at the maximum there's going to be like 120 seats something like that to fill out per night so yeah if you if you're if you've got the kind of butt that can fill a seat yeah if you you, yeah exactly and even if you want to fill multiple seats that's going to be necessary as long sure Um, (laughs) you buy buy five tickets and lie down can i buy five tickets and lie down it's a great it's that should be an option that we add yeah. as a ticket thing. Instead of a group ticket, we'll buy. You, mm. we, can, we can sell you a lying down ticket. Oh, that would be really you nice. Know, you get five seats for the price of four, and you can really recline. Mm, recline sideways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Rather than backwards, which will be very disruptive to the people behind and in front of you. It's considered bad form. So, yes. So thank you for listening to that. We will now go into the episode Oh, here we are. We're in the episode. <laughs> it's anyway. nice here. Wow. 
I love this. What you've done with this episode? Yeah. Did you take out a wall? I did. Mm. It's an open plan episode. Mm. Um, Andrew. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> you know, you know, gliding. Yes. Yes. It's very much the rolling of the sky. The rolling mm, of, of the, the sky. sky. Yeah, yeah, I see you're right. You're right. Because mm. I guess people even talk about gliding on rollerblades. Now, there are no air forms of air travel that roll through the air. But I put it to you that that must be possible. In fact, I bet you I could design a flying machine, okay, yeah. where it's like, sort of like the flying equivalent of a paddle steamer. Mm. And you're in some sort of ball or orb in the middle. Yeah. While around the outside, there's a big ring yeah. of small wings that spin and sort yeah. of climb through the air. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I reckon you could definitely fall in one of those. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, there's probably not that much you would need to do to a paddle steamer to make it. Mm. I think if you could just spin that thing fast enough. Um, mm. That big old is that Proud Mary? Proud Mary is that yeah. the name of the wheel? Yeah, 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 the name of the wheel on the boat that has a different name. Now look, I'm not sure. I because th- I think they no big wheel keep on turning. Yeah, Proud Mary keep on burning. So so Proud Mary must be the ship, right? And was it on fire? Yeah. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but it was moving forward. So why are they going down to the river? Get some water. Put out that boat. <laughs> I was going down to the river with my boat, not to go take it for a spin. <laughs> no, no, no. My boat was on fire, <laughs> and I needed to put my boat out. Mm. What's a what's a sketch? There's got to be a sketch in that kind of thing, right? Yeah, it uh, could be. I mean, I took a, my boat down to the stream, not to go for a ride. Sketches? Hey, have you forgotten what a sketch is? <laughs> I mean, we have to remember every time we make this show. But Alistair, I mean. S- See, this is a, a boat that catches on fire. Yeah. In a way, I like to think that you've got the fire exactly where you want it because you've got nothing to lose and you can just puncture a Except hole for in the boat. boat. Except for your boat, sure. But you can just puncture a hole in the, You're going to lose your boat anyway, right? Right, right. You can just... you got nothing you more pun- to lose. Nothing more to lose. you only own that boat. <laughs> Sorry. Nothing more beyond the boat. And That's your, your house boat. Yeah. <laughs> and so you... Wait. So wait, wait. The boat's on fire. Yes. Okay. And you 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 can threaten the fire because you you can just sink that boat. Yeah, the fire. Um, you know it's a long way from land, baby. You've got that so fire I, right where you want it, yeah. surrounded by water. Absolutely covered. It's like you know, it's like the it's like a person having a standoff with a tumor. It's mm. like sure you can keep being aggressive, mm-hmm. but you're going to take both of us out, mm. and that doesn't seem like that's going to be. Good for you. So I assume yeah. you will now st- cease what you're d- trying. Is there a sketch in a tumor negotiator? Mm. Yeah. It'd Someone be- who will come in and try and talk the tumor down. I mean, have they tried that? Is, yeah. I, I wonder whether the best way to do it would be to allow the tumor to join the body and to get it to connect to mm. the same, the same yeah. communication systems yeah. as... I mean, I guess what we're describing is how an, a, a disease becomes endemic. In the know, body. In, in the body. But, you know, from a disease's point of view, it never, it never actually wants to kill anybody. Right? Sure. It's, it's in its best interests for you to thrive. Yeah. I guess, I guess it's, 
you know, a, a virus, a tumor negotiator would be about giving a tumor a bigger picture. Sure. Because I think it's really just too focused on what's right in front of it right now. Mm. Mm. And isn't really thinking about it. it's just it's not a part of the system. Mm. It's the it's like the fragmentation of society. Mm. Yes, there's no they don't there's no common held myth or belief. Yeah, between the the tumor and no, the rest no of the greater body. Good. Yeah. Mm. So I mean, you know, you could also say, well, look, tumor, if you leave this person to live, we'll take little bits of you and we'll surgically implant you into five more people. Wow, it's interesting. That might idea. work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I wonder if you, what can is it just like spores? Can you just take a bit of tumor? Yeah, and that's put, right. It's like it's like uh, propagating a, a grapevine. <laughs> yeah, you can just take a like a sapling or a, like a cutting yeah. and yeah. graft it onto a tree. I don't, I, I, I don't know if that's the case. I doubt it. Tumors but do it feel like they're possible. probably cl- the, the the flesh equivalent of moss. Mm. And you can probably flesh blend moss. it up with some milk and pour it onto the pavement. Yeah. Okay. And then, then just <laughs> grow some like oh. a sort of tumor over the over the tiles i mean it does feel like it's a shame to uh to dispose of them entirely when they could well make you know a nice sort of beanbag or something like that and you could Mm. hook them up to a you know a circulatory system in your house yeah okay give them a little flesh bag you could probably just have a scoop of stuff that you just put in there once a week what do you think of a house in which, along with the uh, electrical pipes and the gas pipes, mm. the electrical pipes, that's what I call them, cables, <laughs> wiring in the walls, it's just a, a blood, there's a blood, there's a central blood system, there's like a house circulatory system, mm. right? And maybe you don't have a heart in this situation, yeah. but what you do... You, you do have like a little plug mm. and you basically run from room to room. You get you, you plug in, you can plug in whatever room you're in. And then, you know, if you need to go to the next room, you quickly unplug it, you run while yeah, you've got yeah. enough, just enough blood to get to the final plug Yeah, because the, the, the important part of the blood is that it gets the oxygen around. Yeah. The thing. So you've got roughly, what, like seven seconds seven before seconds you... Seven seconds before you pass out. Yeah. <laughs> you probably should just have like a um, a little thing that you put onto your chest that squeezes it momentarily and i don't know no, you don't no, have any no. blood yeah yeah no, i mean the you do have blood but you don't have a heart it's just blood coming around oh, right, right, through, right. through through little tubes you plug it into the blood you know and it's it, it'd be good you know it'd be, it would it would be your plug would look a little yeah. bit like dra- maybe this is what vampires have mm. right this is vampires this is a system to normalize vampires into society yeah right so we have blood running through the walls and they have a little thing that looks like a little vampire teeth and there's a little socket there and it plugs in. You know, little fangs that you plug into yeah. the socket and then there's a pipe that goes up their butt or something like that. Wait, wait, what's the teeth for? <laughs> what's the vampire teeth for? You've tuned, I've been talking too much and you've tuned out. I know. Wait, wait, wait. So the, but, but the plug and the vampire teeth. I thought At first I thought that was the way to get the blood into your body. Yeah, that's right. So, like, as in, like, you clamp the teeth onto your neck? Oh, I suppose it could work on that end. But I also thought, because fangs look a little bit like the prongs of a power cord. Right, right. It would so be quite good to plug into the socket on the wall as well. So, it could be fangs on both ends. Like a USB-C <laughs> But then which cable bit will go up your butt? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure. So, this is for the catch the blood that's coming out of your, your, your bleeding butt. What? I get okay, okay. 
Now, let's say... I suppose if you eat only blood. This is for people who believe we should adapt to climate change. Mm. Okay. Now, what do these those people think if they get an injury and they're bleeding badly? Do they think that they should try and fix the injury mm. and stop bleeding? Or do they think that they should just adapt to bleeding constantly and... What we offer to these people is a life where you can just plug into blood from the wall. Yeah. Okay? And that allows you to bleed constantly without mm-hmm. ever having to fix the thing that's making you bleed. Yeah. And it's a it's a potent metaphor. I forgot I missed the beginning of it because I think I was still thinking about a ble- your bleeding butt. <laughs> and so who are these people? They're people who don't believe that we should try and stop climate change, but just adapt to okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. And so, we should adapt. Okay, so yeah, so they're constantly bleeding from where? Could be their butt. Could be their butt. And <laughs> could be their elbow. Could yeah, be their, yeah, every, yeah, could be their yeah. eyes and yeah, ears and neck stuff like and that. stuff. Maybe they're bleeding from more and more places all the yeah, time. Yeah. And so then we're, we're sort of saying, well, just adapt like that. And they yeah. just have to start drinking more water and mm. things like that, I guess, to, to adapt. To, to replenish the stuff. But then also, yeah, plugging into the... The blood house blood system. The house blood. The blood pipes. Getting your blood pipes done. You know. I'll write it down. Thank you. You just want to move on, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think I'm not. I'm not listening it's as well. Very as I understandable, could be. Alistair. I have changed the topic twenty or thirty times in the last five minutes, and if you're not listening, oh, then neither is anybody else. Bleeding topic. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do. I'll remember. <laughs> we talked about a piss vampire. A piss vampire? I feel like we must have talked about a piss vampire <laughs> <laughs> on the show. But they, so they bite you sort of near <laughs> the belly you, where the bladder you. is. Yeah. And they, <laughs> yeah, and they drink your piss. Yeah. <laughs> they suck out your piss. They, the, you know, people come along and they find your body. And they're like, there's not a drop of piss in this man's body. <laughs> His bladder is bone dry. <laughs> and you're still dead, I guess, for some yeah. reason. But maybe the body needs a small amount of piss. Yeah, you can't live. live. Well, you don't know that. I mean, yeah. I imagine if your bladder got completely, completely dry, dried out, it would start crystallizing mm, in there. Yeah, yeah. And I, know, I don't know what would crystallize. You probably need a little bit in there just like to prime up the pump. It's you know? like, yeah, it's like a, a whale. You know, mm. you got to keep it wet at all times. Right, yeah. You know, if, you, and the if bladder, your bladder dries out, you won't be able to free Willy. I don't know. Didn't That's quite it. make sense. No, but. but you know, wee wee does come out of the pee pee. Pee pee. Yeah. So, yeah. That's what good. word do you use for penis with your children? I say penis. You say penis. Yeah. Do you Is ever that... use Mark? <laughs> no. I told you there's like a kid I went swimming with who said apparently said that his their family had called theirs Mark. They go, we don't call it Willie. I had never thought of Willie as being a person's name. Oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah, like William. Yeah. Um, I I mean, I wouldn't go with Mark, though. I mean, that's an even more common person's name. Yeah. Well, I don't think that that's what they were trying to avoid. Oh. Because then if they weren't using the the name Mark, mm. then they would have been using the word Mark, which mm. used to mean to like leave a, to leave a spot on something or like to, 
have a kind of like a smear or something yeah, like sure, that. Yeah, sure, a smear. I call my butthole mark. <laughs> <laughs> you absolutely should. Um, I think this show has started talking about butts and stuff a lot more and poop and things a lot more. That's okay. It's okay. We can't We can't filter. No. And I'm doing a stand-up show tonight and the show is called something uncensored. Uncensored. And I find it very funny. That yeah, I love the idea of you getting up there and just being raw with people, being real. You know, saying what we're all thinking. saying, exactly. without not, not having to, like, you know... Nobody's going to tell me what I can't say. Although I would love it if they would tell me what I can say. Yeah, because... Because I that actually, would help with the show. It would help me <laughs> write a lot of stuff so I could come up with ideas. No, go on. Go on. Tell me what I can say. Um, but anyway, uh, did you write down... A oh, piss, piss I didn't write down now, piss I'm sure... I'm, I feel it feels too obvious... You know, you know, like you know who, who about it on feels show. like would have come up with piss vampire would be the Sans Pants people. Mm. Feels like Jackson Bailey has probably spent hours of his life discussing piss vampires. <laughs> people who need to drink piss to stay alive, to keep, keep staying immortal. <laughs> immortal. Immortality. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Always- that they're immortal, but they gotta drink blood or else they'll die. Mm. Yeah, but do they have to drink blood? They have know. to drink blood, or, or do they just really, really want it? Or do, yeah, or do they? Or the, yeah, or do they just yeah that they they feel really bad if they don't? Because mm. I guess there's some situations where they seem to at least drink rat's blood or something like that or. yeah yeah to get by the the uh, you know the other um major touchstone mm. of this show apart from butts and poops and yeah. stuff is obviously crank the sure. movie crank that neither of us has seen with <laughs> Jason Statham <laughs> and uh he's kind of I, I, it's kind of a vampire principle right then if you know if he needs to keep mm experiencing adrenaline or whatever to stay alive. Stay alive. You know, that's kind of like having to drink things. Blood. Blood. But he's racing against the clock because or else he'll die. Mm. Yeah, again, so it's not it's not really immortal. Thing. Yeah, he's not he's kind of yeah, he's he's on, on very limited time unless he keeps doing that. But maybe that's what vampires are as well. Mm. Um I feel like um you know, and yeah, look, we've come up with too many different versions of Crank, particularly considering it's a movie we haven't seen. But, you know, one in which you had to have, keep having like a particular type of conversation with people. Mm. Uh, sure. Or else you die. You know, you need to be having a conversation about cryptocurrency. <laughs> oh, man. See, this is the problem is that once you do start talking about cryptocurrency, it's the worst thing because you go, oh, I, I know things. Mm. And then you keep saying things. And then you're like, I've become somebody who says things about cryptocurrency mm. and I actually don't care. Mm. Yeah. Especially when it's down. <laughs> um, but yeah, so but would you really want to have a, a movie? It's crank, but where the guy <laughs> no. has to have conversations <laughs> no. about cryptocurrency? No, I don't, I don't like that idea it's at not all. A ch- it doesn't seem like it's enough of a challenge. There's got to be something where it's really hard to keep people talking about it. Mm, sure. Um yeah. Uh, It'd be pretty hard to get people to keep talking about you. 
Yeah. So it's like it's like Crank, but instead of adrenaline, he needs validation. Right? Yeah. Or else he'll <laughs> die. He needs attention. Yeah. Oh. I da, mean, this da, is da, da, this, da. this is very um this is very current. This is very modern. Mm. This is very satirical, deeply satirical. Yeah. Okay. So you know he's got some kind of maybe some sort of self-esteem disease, right? Um, where his self-esteem will will crash like to to critical levels, and he will die unless he receives constant praise and validation what do you think is the is the justification behind it like as in how does it how what's the mechanism for it knowing that you are getting attention like is it i mean we just make up some brain chemical right which mm. is the which is the chemical that you know the scientist early on explains is the thing that tells you that you're you're being approved of or something. Yeah, that you know, gets it's, released and it's, you know, we get it from our parents when they first praise us. Psychonase or something it's called or, mm. you know, and yeah, there's particular receptors in the brain. Mm. And, and we've got become, a machine attached to those receptors. Yeah. If they stop moving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to forget where these, I put and these And so, keys. you know, you know what you do, what you can, you start out and you're just tweeting stuff about, um, in you know times that you challenged people in the supermarket for doing the wrong thing, mm. and you know that gets a bit of traction online. But then people start saying that that didn't actually happen, and then you got to go. You got to start further. doing videos where it's you actually talking to people in the mm. thing, mm. and then you got to do crazier and crazier videos stuff. Videos where you give money to people, you know. Yeah, videos where you take twenty minutes to show people. I saw one the other day where it's like they took, tw- they were like, this is a cool thing that you can do for a cake, mm. a wedding cake. And they're showing how you can put different oozy kind of like, uh, you know, liquid cu- coverings of a cake. What's it called? Icing. Icing. But then you put them in this jar at the top. And then at the end, you lift the jar and it all oozes down over the cake, right? Yeah. And they put different layers of color. Yeah. Right. But then. The whole video was just that it's going to take you 20 minutes to watch through this and they're going to keep delaying, pulling this thing up yeah, so you can watch it drip right. so that you've watched. Well, that's that's some particular kind of Instagram model, isn't it? Like Facebook, algorithm, yeah. For, yeah, where they get more... Or money or something Money like or that. traction or something if they can just keep your attention yeah. for a certain amount of time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. saw one of those that was just a woman putting a whole lot of food in the toilet saying that it was making some kind of recipe or something. And I'm like, what is... Yeah. Like, you're just watching it like, what, 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 what? And that's that's what passes. That's what the artificial ecosystem that we've built is incentivizing people to, to make. Not things that have any value, but that just activate the part of your brain that goes, wait, huh? What is this? And then Not, at the end, you go, oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. Like, at the end of this cake one... They'd put so many sprinkles and stuff like yeah. that on it at the at the top that it just kind of mostly just clumped on top of the cake. And they were like, So there you go. Oh, that's great. That you know, that'd be perfect for a wedding day to really add a little sparkle to things like that. It looked terrible. And then underneath everybody's like, Why did I watch that? Mm, yeah. For Twenty minutes. Yeah, and millions of views probably. I think it definitely had hundreds of thousands. Yeah. And <laughs> this is I think this is what we need to get into. Well, who's to say that this isn't that? 
I mean, it could be on Andy. some level. Exactly. Right I mean, now. I guess it's just us describing that. Mm, yeah. Is this Does better? that have more value? Is that better? Oh, in some no. Way? But we were putting it in the context of a crank movie. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see if Jason Statham is in, is in any way interested. I like our Christmas with the crank idea, where he has to experience a certain amount of festive joy. That's true. <laughs> Constant festive joy. Otherwise, he'll die. And his family are called the Cranks. <laughs> Named after the <laughs> the movie that he's in, I no. guess Crank was it would have been his last name, or he married into the Cranks. The, yeah, so right. he he may happen to marry he into took his wife's name. Took his wife's name, Samantha Crank, um, Sally Crank, Sally Crank. Um, but anyway, uh, rolling no mm. gliding. You were talk- we were talking about gliding. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, you can do it on wheels. Mm, we sure that's not just rolling? It is rolling, but they would say I was gliding along. Yeah, sure, okay. And so maybe it, pretty smooth. Maybe that works if you're, you know, maybe it's just a metaphor. You're just talking mm. about, you know, if you were to picture the fact that there were no wheels, that's how, that's yeah. how you, that's, I guess it feels like you're not. Um, when you're in an airplane, like yeah. a commercial airliner or something, you know, how long do you think that the passengers would have to cheer or shout or whatever, mm. scream really loudly before the pilot would be like, okay, I'll turn the engines off for a bit and we'll glide for a while. <laughs> you know, it's, it's I like to think of that as being like one of the, the menu hacks in McDonald's. Yeah. Right? It's not on the menu, but you can technically get it. Well, this isn't on the menu. This isn't yeah. part of the flight plan, but technically... They can actually glide for a good, you know, 20 minutes out of most long-haul flights. Yeah, And yeah. it's fine. You're safe. So, and you've got to encourage... And it's fun. You've got to encourage them. Yeah. To, so, yeah, I guess first you've got to convince enough of the people in the cabin that it's going to be fun. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then you... This you seems call, like a great call, YouTube prank. You call down the uh, one of the attendants. Yeah. Right, and you say, "I'd like to ask for the special." Right, so yeah, so it say, actually is a feature, but it's it, it they is, don't it put it on feature, the menu. Not on the menu, yeah. And they say, uh, "I'm sorry, what?" And you say, "The special." Get the captain. I'll I'll talk, I'll talk to the captain. The captain comes down. I would like a direct line to the yeah. captain. They bring a phone. <laughs> there's, a, there's another button there for, yeah. that has the captain. Yeah. Never seen that before. Or phone? they bring that out on th- that button comes out separately on a little thing like the um like the red box that the president uses to launch nuclear yeah. missiles and, and there's got just a picture of the there's a weird there. thing in the terms of con- con- in the condition terms and conditions that say they actually can't stop you from talking to the f- to the pilot <laughs> while he's flying you have a right like that so once you ask for the special the phone comes out you pick it up and you go we would like to glide for a few minutes yeah and i have the uh required Fifty-one percent of the passengers mm. agree with you. That's all you need. That's right. It's just an absolute majority. 50, did you say fifty-one of the passengers? Yeah, fifty-one percent of percent. the passengers. Yeah. I guess it could be a plane that has a hundred people on it. Sure. I mean, that would make the maths a lot easier. Or it could be a plane that has a thousand people on it, mm. but you—they've actually set the bar really <laughs> low. You only, <laughs> you only need five point one percent. You know. They go, oh, well, that's cool. I love that. Yeah. Um, 
So, uh, you know, you've... you've yeah, got... and then, the, I mean, part of the thrill then would be how angry the rest of the passengers are yeah. the whole time that you're gliding. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that would be really fun. But I guess you get them to glide down rather than up. Yeah, I don't think gliding up is an option. I think down is is absolutely the package. No, but think about it, because if you glide up, mm. you eventually run out of yaw or whatever it is. Yaw? Yaw? I'm not sure. Days of yaw? And then you... You you stall, which I guess your engine's already off, mm. right? So then, is that my thing? It's me. I'm getting a call. I apologize. Oh, it's okay. Um, you go up, and then you really start to tip downwards and really start to go down, and that's when it would like it's like hitting the top of the roller coaster. Mm. And then once you start going down, that's when the fun is, and you put your arms up in the air and you scream. It's calling me again. I'm sorry. I'm gonna go. It's okay. I'm gonna do. Of course. I'll have no problem doing this episode on my own. So I guess we'll write down this thing here about um, getting secret menu item on plane, which is allowing us to glide. They have to do it. I have to do it, you know? Um, I have always thought about people who've been raised by wolves, but it always seems that they eventually leave the uh, getting raised by wolves wolves scenario um, and, and then become integrated into regular society. But I think that we probably shouldn't always get rid of the wolf parents um, you know, I think there should be somebody who, oh, Andy's back. Yeah, hello. So, you know, like, you know, when there's people Someone's raised, raised by wolves, raised by wolves, but then eventually they take them away from the wolves so mm. that they can live a regular life. Yeah. And I think that they should at least have the options of bringing the wolves into society as well. Mm, sure. Because we know that they're okay around at least the kids. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> a full wolf daycare. Mm. There should be a raised by wolves daycare. There should be, yeah. I mean, even if it even if it isn't a a, a daycare where you're actually raised by wolves, just a great name for a daycare. Mm. Maybe all the it's a it's a cute name mm. for a daycare where all the carers are predators. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I guess that's it. Will also be a book about you know somebody growing up within the Catholic system or something mm, like that. Oh, you know? okay, yeah. Um, no, be, I mean it probably is. Um, but I mean, <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm just having terrible ideas that I don't want to discuss. Now. Yeah, yeah, we don't. Want but to bring um, uh, these, I mean, you never hear anything about a wolf that was raised by people and thinks it's a person. And no, oh, no, wait, that's just dogs. No, sorry. <laughs> and probably just, also just, some wolves. Just came up with the idea for dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, keeping dogs as pets and things like that. Take them away from their kids and bring them into society. But, um, I mean, that is that is the you know that is the very clear flip. We think it's amazing when a dog is when a person is raised by wolves, but when a wolf or 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 dog is raised by humans. That's apparently that's not enough. Yeah. My God, I'm getting another phone call. It's okay. It's because it's is it all renovation based? Renovation related. 
Well, now we have to find the funny bit of this wolf thing. Um, I guess it's a. It could be a show, um, like a "This Is Your Life," where a person is reconnected with the wolf pack that raised them. Now, of course, to do that, they would probably have to find the wolf pack in the in the wild, and then catch them and transport them to a TV studio. Uh, something that would probably anger all the wolves. So I guess in the end, it ends up just being a, a sketch where, um, you know, the audience members that are watching this show and what would probably be, you know, like a big audience like Oprah has and stuff like that, all very open. I guess you don't see a lot of shows where the um, where the audience is behind sort of fencing and cages and things like that, but it'd be all be very open. Um, and then the wolves probably start attacking everybody, maybe even the person that they raised. But there could be a nice heartwarming moment there where they are tearing into the flesh of everybody in the studio and then they make, you know, maybe the the the, the leader of the pack, who I suppose at this point would be quite old compared to the rest, you know, for, for a wolf. You know, I suppose if this kid was raised by wolves, and then became an adult. That's 20-something years, which is probably, I don't know if wolves live that long. But I guess you do picture an like a an elder wolf to be at least 20. It's like, I think it's just something, it seems crazy. That they <laughs> at would least have, 20. At least 20. You'd hope. To, you'd hope, but then the, they, they can't be. They can't reach 20 because you think a dog that's 20 years old, yeah. living in captivity with vet veterinary care and that sort of thing, mm. not having to fend for itself, there's no way that dog's making it to 20. I mean, that would be a really unusual situation. So I think of your standard wolf, I don't reckon it's living more than eight years in the wild. That's a tough life out there. So, yeah, I mean, for a kid to be raised by wolves mm. um, and to make it to adulthood, they very quickly become this, the oldest wolf in within, the pack. Yeah, within... You could move, you could get to the top very quickly within fifteen years, and this mm. does also seem like another sketch, which is how to become a leader quickly. And um, you know, and and one way would be to climb through the ranks through a wolf pack, <laughs> sure, because yeah. they're short lives, you know, yeah. and you don't have that thing where it's like there's kind of boomers who are staying in the staying in the business for a long time, mm. you know, until they're in their eighties or whatever. Mm. Um, I think it would be very frustrating being a young wolf growing up in the pack mm. and knowing that the leader is a boomer, a human boomer. A human boomer. Um, who yeah. is never going to move on. And that what are the chances of you during your short wolf life's lifespan? Yeah, uh, I guess the only thing that would give you an edge is the fact that you're a big wolf. You're a wolf, <laughs> sure. And that you could challenge for the leadership. Yeah, and assuming the human is just a regular human with doesn't have a gun, gun or anything like that, yeah. you know, you could either attack it through some kind of challenge or just attack it while it's sleeping. Mm. Um, what about this? Raised by fish, right? And it's a kid <laughs> who's abandoned in a rock pool. Yeah, as a young person, and then they're raised by a school of fish. It'd be great if there was a type of fish called the wolf fish or something like that there probably is but i don't know if they live in rock pools 
But, you know, and this kid in society finds them and they're real soggy and stuff. They're oh, yeah. super wrinkly. Oh. So we've got to dry them out. Yeah, you, don't, that's, they can... you would think that it's an elderly person. Yeah, they're almost unrecognizable. You know, they've got um, algae How on them. How long have they been shit. there for? Oh, I don't know, they're like 13. 13 30 minutes. <laughs> 30 minutes. <laughs> no, so they're 13 and they were dropped in there, what, when they were three or something? Yeah, yeah. And so, and then they're 13 and now they're just waterlogged. Mm. Yeah, really? and I think it would be such a great transformation, you know, as you dry mm. them out there, put them in a big kiln or something for a while. Mm. Just let them, probably put them in a bag of rice. In a bag of rice, <laughs> that's what you do. <laughs> you know, just let them absorb it, just stand. I think already it would be nice. You see those big bags mm. of rice that, you know, the big size ones that you can get from mm. the supermarket? Body bag of rice. Yeah, think about that. But you already be, you think it would be feel pretty nice to just put your foot in there, foot maybe some of your leg. Is this anyway a sketch where like it's Bondi Rescue, right? And they drag someone out of the mm. water and they put them in a bag of rice. Could be good. I mean, it feels like the rice. sand would be enough. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Dry sand. Yeah, yeah. But then but again, then... sand doesn't absorb water. It just, I mean, something that you know, like the obviously really dry sand does, but the sand <laughs> granules themselves don't don't, don't absorb. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I mean, it, I guess it would work with a robot if robots could swim, mm. right, at the beach. Yeah. Um, and then one of them drowned, they would have to drag it out and put it in a bag of a big, big bucket of rice. The Bondi, the Bondi rescue type people. I mean, this could be a scene in Futurama, you know, where a robot uh, is swimming outside the flags. Bender would probably do that because he's a rebel. Bender's there swimming outside the flags. Yeah. He does what he wants. He drowns the robot uh, lifeguards. He goes straight to the bottom, right? Uh, the robot lifeguards drag him out somehow. They drive along probably in a little uh, tractor on the bottom of the ocean because they're all so heavy, see, they won't float. What they, do tra- tractors? The, the robot lifeguards, they're all okay. so heavy. They oh, the robot lifeguards. pull him out and then they get him back to the shore and they put him in a big bag of rice. It's a scene for Futurama. Yeah, that's good. I think that would even work within our remit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to type in big bag of rice for on the, when we were working robot. at the project. Remember, you and I, and I think Chris Kennett and Justin Kennedy and maybe uh, Toby Halligan all came up with uh, an idea for a Pixar film, which is about mobile phones. Right, and they're personified mobile phones, and they're the mobile phones that get abandoned in a drawer. Okay, and they, you know, Mm. and what they learn is that, like, you know, that it's not about connecting on the internet; it's about connecting in person. They meet up with other phones, and they have real experiences or something. This would be a great scene in that film. Oh, especially like yeah, so it's all the phones that no longer have SIM cards. Mm. Yeah, yeah, not connected to the network. They can't look anything up anymore. And they feel, I mean, it's really Toy Story with... Um, it, it's exactly what it is, adults. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, But that's great because I think it's about time that we can get animated movies just for adults. Just for adults. It's all jokes that kids won't enjoy <laughs> or get. You know, I think... 
or you, you, it's an adult film mm. with a couple of little jokes in there for the kids. So it's quite full on and violent and sexual. But yeah. There's a couple of little things in there that the kids will laugh at. So like really sexual mobile phones. <laughs> Extremely, yeah. They have genitals. They well, have... no, they don't have genitals, but what they do is they play a video of genitals. Oh. You know, compatible genitals of one form but, or another, and then they rub their screens together. But couldn't they just be putting chargers up inside oh, each other? Of course, chargers. Yeah, they do have orifices, don't they? Yeah, I forgot. It'd be a great scene where they're swimming in this in this scene with the rice, and one of them blows a whole lot of air out of uh, a whole lot of water and air out of the um the the stereo plug on the top, like a like a whale, like a whale's blowhole. Oh yeah, what's the stereo plug? Oh there. there. Stereo jack. It's been so long, isn't it? Fucking Bluetooth cunt over here. It's never hasn't plugged in a. No, I plug in a thing almost uh, daily. Three point two millimeter stereo jack. No, I do it almost daily. All right, stereo jack would also be a. He'd be. He could be one of the characters in this. Could just be all. He's an old Motorola. Just be all defunct. um, Hello, Moto. Everyone would say to him. All defunct, you know, electronic technology. Oh, a few Nokia's. Remember that Nokia one that they um, that they released really early on that looked like a gaming device. No, no, but no. It sounds good. Did it slide? Might have had some sliding. Mm, right. It was before I think like maps were in- integrated in any of these things, and it was pre-iPhone. Yeah, man. Imagine, imagine being a GPS manufacturer when they started putting GPS in mobile phones, mm. I would not have been able to sell my fucking shares quickly enough. Oh, right. A GPS manufacturer. Not yeah. like not one of the ones who is selling the GPS to the mobile phone company no. so they can put them in you're there and you're like, I'm sweet. No, you're no. making handheld yeah. GPS systems. You're like, all right, well, let's just ride this out until it ends. <laughs> It's like, you know, this shower's run out of hot water, but you know what? <laughs> I'm going to stay in. I'm staying in until it's cold. Um, do we have words from a listener? We do, Andy. We do. You know, this is the first time. Maybe no, it's not. But I've hit a second page with our um, with our pad. But today's words, Andy, are from... Do you want to guess what listener they're from as well? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lisa... Brandanowitz. No, it's oh. the Tempest Mar- Mar- Marauder. Tempest Marauder. <laughs> um, yes. And Tempest has sent us through three words. I don't know if you know this, but we have listeners, and some of them can support us on Patreon, can send in three words from a listener, usually them. I love it. It's a great idea. We should do it. Yeah. And so Tempest has sent in three words. Would you like to guess what the first one is? Um, Think simple. Turf. Oh, close. T-U-R-F. All right. Well, that's still simple. Uh, it's close. It's time. Time. Oh, okay. Time two. Time two? No. Incorrect. Travel. Time travel. Traveling. <gasps> time traveling. Time traveling. Creamery. Rivals. Ah. <laughs> creamery, creamery was good. It could be time-traveling creamery rivals. Yeah. Two people who are making making milk thicker. Wait, 
is cream already part of original milk? Yeah. And then you, you, you take the cream out. Yeah. Thing, and then you make the cream into its own product. Cream. Cream. Yeah. And then you can sell maybe what's left over possibly as low-fat milk, maybe. I'm not sure if that's how it works. Like if you can just take the cream out. Yeah. What about double that's cream? great value-adding. That, that double cream yeah. is where you take normal cream. Yeah. And then you put some more cream. You mix you some other cream, cream. in it. Do you? Because like it seems crazy, isn't <laughs> it? Isn't no, no, I don't know how you make double cream. You don't. I mean, regular cream. I think you 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 have to you you can sit sit the milk, yeah. maybe, and the cream floats to the top, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. And so down the very bottom is that. Is and then you like might take oil? that off. Maybe you take that off. Right. You mm. sit that for a bit. Double cream comes to the top. <gasps> Oh, it's the cream of the cream. Could be the cream of the cream. Oh, that but, makes sense. But then, but then, what's left behind of that? What do they do with that? That's half cream, really. Whatever, whatever that double cream rises to the top of. Mm. What's left behind? Surely, that's half cream. Nobody sells half cream. Nobody sells half Alistair. cream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alistair. Sorry. Sorry, my brain's running real slow. Yeah, um, no, that's all right. At least you're not getting several phone calls. Yeah. First one was about the deck from the most Australian-sounding man I've ever heard in yeah. my life. Can you try to do the accent? Yeah, I, I, you're talking about the, uh, the, the deck that you're getting. You're going to get... Uh, that doesn't sound Australian. No, that sounds don't, don't like don't. there's a huge speech impediment. Yes. Um, unless that's what you think being Australian is. Yes. It's very inclusive. Um. So time traveling rivals. Mm. Imagine perf- doing playing a game of hide and go seek <gasps> through time. Through time. Through time. Right. But I guess the idea is that you're both using time machines that are in the same room. Mm. So when you travel back, you can just see the person has to be, I guess, so sort of within fifteen meters <laughs> of you. So you're just going forward, back, and just looking. You're not just, moving. You're just sort of looking out of your time machine. I guess you could be looking for any evidence of them. Sure. Let's say let's say they go twenty six million years in the past, mm. right? And then you go twenty six million years one one hundred twenty six million one hundred years. Now I don't think this was explored because the, the the TV show Loki that was on Disney Plus recently had a bit of this kind of thing. Right, with people hiding in t- different time periods and yeah, that right. sort of thing, and dead ends, and they had a, a things about splitting the time stream and going off into different nexus events. Right, so you'd change something in the past, and that splits time into two different right. passages where it did or didn't happen. And uh, but I don't think they had anything because this would be a great kind of um, thing, right? Mm. Would be to uh, if you if you're if you're being chased by somebody, mm. right? So somebody comes to get you in this room. You're coming to that get me. That would never happen. To yeah. Me. Well, okay. So you're sitting down at the moment. Yeah. Right. And I can somehow, if I could just somehow meddle with time, mm. so that that chair you never bought that chair. Okay. Yeah. And then you just fall to the ground. It'd be a that great little sort of little little thing. <laughs> You're running towards me, and I meddle with time. Mm. So you've had an enormous bulkhead installed, right? And you yeah. just smash your head into it as you run towards me. Yeah, I guess it's just like what I'd have to do is I have to go back in time. Yeah, 
and <laughs> organize some builders. You see, you see all of this play out. Because right? I guess we don't organize some builders, get some plans run up, get the permits approved, get a huge bulkhead installed in your in your shed. Sticks out just mm. at head height. Right, it's done there. Sign off on it. Pay the invoice. Thanks very much, guys. Go back to the real time. Wham! You smash your head <laughs> on the thing. I think that's a really funny scene. It is a very funny scene. And because it's like, I imagine that the way that you see it play out at first is just you see the guy running towards you. Yeah. So maybe the idea is that you're telling somebody that we can't afford to bring you also into on this time traveling trip. Mm-hmm. And they go, well, you promised me that I would get to come. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? So then they start flipping out. Right? right? And then as they're flipping out, you go, don't flip out or else I'll put on my to-do list that I never bought that chair that you're on. Yeah. And, you know, I'll go back in time, make sure you never bought that chair. And then it, and then he writes it down and then suddenly the chair he disappears and he falls to the ground. And then he falls to the ground. Yeah. And you get up and start running at me. And you go, oh, like that, and you start writing. Bulkhead. Like that, <laughs> yeah. And then, and then, it, then it might cut to it showing you going back in time and going, "All right, we got to build a little bulkhead like that." And then it, <laughs> yeah. And, and then it flashes working. back, and then it goes, and then he goes like that, and gets knocked to the ground. I mean, would it would it be good if the show started out mm. with or the sketch or whatever just starts out with me just getting the bulkhead installed? Right, and it's just that scene just plays out, and it's quite a dry scene, mm. right? Yeah, of me getting the bulkhead installed. So the whole story plays out linearly, right? Yeah. Um, chronologically, you get the bulkhead installed, mm-hmm. and then later on, you're running towards me, mm. and you smash into. Uh, well, we have the argument. And then you run towards me and then the bulkhead appears and you smash into the bulkhead. Yeah, I think it could be possible. I think the, my problem with even my version is that I suppose if you did it way in the past, then while they're running, it won't just appear in that moment. Yeah, but there's something about the way time works in this. Yeah, and so that's thing. why in my mind, the thing that's kind of actually changes the future is when you, you write, write the, the thing that they, yeah. you write the thing down. Yeah, and then suddenly that's the thing that like secures it for, mm. and that's why it kind of appears just then, even though technically it would have been. But I guess if it wasn't, if it was already there, then you wouldn't have written it. Written wouldn't it have down. written it down. So then, in order for it to work, um, it has to only appear once you've written yeah, but it. Why would it only? It, it so it's it's me writing it down that makes it appear. It appears as soon as I finish writing it down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah. that has a logic to it. Yeah. That I find appealing. Yeah. Um, um, guys, and then you run into a dead end. Yeah. Like that, and you go, oh, quick, uh, fund a team of scientists <laughs> to invent rocket boosts and and put them on my feet. <laughs> like that. You know? Or, I mean, I, 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 no, I, 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 that's good, but I do like that it's just also quite mundane things that you have to do, that it's yeah, just yeah. quite hard work, yeah. you know, going through the thing of like chipping away at the bricks to put in some little stairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put know. a little... You got to do um, it all by the book as well. Yeah, you got to put in a door or something like that mm. or put in a... Um, or remind yourself to put a bat, <laughs> to hide a bat behind this door here. 
yeah. like that. And then you got to do it, you know, from when you go back in time. So you got to do it, go back in time to like 10 minutes before you run into this guy or whatever like that. So there's all these little jobs you got to do. It's just errands. It's just errands. Time yeah. traveling. Yeah. Errands. I mean, every time you see stuff appear like that in a time travel type show, you never see all that hard work that goes into it. You'd end up spending like 90% of your life is spent just trying to get stuff done, get stuff done so that you're prepared for this couple of little chases you're involved in in the yeah. future. So much of that. That mm. would that would increase the workload of your life so much more. But in order to... Well, I guess there'd be a contracting system, right? You wouldn't be having to do all of this yourself. There'd be a company and it wouldn't. you wouldn't be writing a list on your phone. You'd be texting it or you'd put, be typing it into an app, right? Mm. And they do all that work for you. And it costs a lot of money. You have to pay in um, in cryptocurrency, obviously. The only money that travels through time? Yeah. I wonder if there is a Chrono way. Chronocurrency. I wonder if there is a way to travel to send emails back in time. I wonder that too, Alistair. <laughs> I think we've got to wrap this up. Okay. Big fella, you should read out the sketch ideas. All right. Was I'm really thing? interested. Is that a thing we've gone back to do? Yeah. That's great. Um, all right. Well, we've got Tumor Negotiator. <laughs> <laughs> and this is uh, either somebody who's figured out how to talk to tumors or you've you've had to connect the connect your tumor to your own brain and then try to get the tumor to accept it as part of the body and then mm. get it to work together rather than just completely take over mm. you know and you promise that you'll feed it stuff things like that maybe you'll get one of your food pipes to go over to it as well mm. things like that so i'll give stop. you direct access to the food pipe yeah you don't but one of stop. your food pipes how many food pipes do you think tommy has you'll create a new food pipe yeah right you'll use the same method as you used to create a like a bypass on the heart yeah but you'll just allow a little bit of food go there just yeah. a, a a really small intestine mm, okay um then we've got a bleeding constantly and just adapting that's a um, climate change mm, um, metaphor. metaphor. Then we got piss vampires. Then we got <laughs> crank, but you need attention or you'll die. Then we got getting secret menu item on plane, allowing us to glide. Then there's, this is your life reunion with the pack of wolves. Yeah, great. The wolves kind of end up attacking everybody, but until eventually you make eye contact and they re- they, they recognize oh, you. Yeah. You go. Well, you probably would have to piss, I think. In order for it to smell, yeah. or maybe you'd have to pull your pants down and let it smell your butt. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah? Yeah. Um, then we got become a a community leader faster by joining a pack of wolves. You just got to, I mean, you've got to get experience in leadership. That's right. And the fastest way is by becoming... Mm-hmm. Then we got raised by fish slash clams. I just I put that in there. That's a beautiful addition. Yeah. Yeah, that improves it a lot. You know, because if it's just in a little You're rock just pool. lying there filtering stuff out of the water. Yeah. <laughs> Squeezing it through your teeth. <laughs> raised by clams. That's good, Al. It's good yeah. edit. And then we got big bag of... Rice. Rice for robot saved by robot lifesavers. Mm-hmm. That's a good bit for Futurama. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> when they bring back one more mm-hmm. season. Then we got mobile phone Toy Story. Yep. And then we got time traveling stuff that makes things appear when you write things on your to-do list. I just couldn't figure out exactly how to write oh, that so down. You've, you described it perfectly. 
I've, you described that so perfectly. I wouldn't be surprised if you went back in time and spent weeks working on that. I think I probably will. And then yeah. it'll be appear right here, a full script. And here we are. So, Baby, you are my only. Don't forget to get tickets for Teleport this Feb. But if you've already <coughs> seen it and you're actually bored of it, <laughs> um, yeah. then save up your money. And in case, and if you want to see us do, my client is innocent at the comedy festival. Tickets are on sale now. Yeah, and, we're uh, working on it today. It's going to be good. And also, uh, yeah, we came up with some really good bits today. And then also, there's uh, me and Matt Stewart are also doing a stand-up show split, which is not going to be anywhere near as fun. <laughs> but no, 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 it's going to be really, really fun. I but think it'll be I, so much fun. What Holy I meant, shit. what I meant by that was, it's going to be really fun in a stand-up way rather than a long single sketch kind of way. Mm, I, I assume that's what you meant. When will, you said it won't be fun. <laughs> I, I didn't mean fun. I just meant. Um, I get it, Alistair. In a because we're talking in a sketch context. Yes. And apologies for the late Patreon content this month, uh, part, uh, for, for last month. Some of it's up there now, and there'll be some more very, very soon. And we're going to do right by you. We're going to make right. it all right. That was silly. That was We just didn't know what time of year it was, mm. and we got lost, and we apologize. Yeah. And we, we love, love you. you.